Hey golf fans, ESPN Plus is the exclusive home of PGA Tour Live, the only way to stream the PGA Tour all season long. ESPN Plus offers four unique feeds so you could watch however you'd like. Stream the main feed, a TV-style broadcast showing you the best shots on the course, or follow every single shot from Rory, Rom, and all your favorite players with the featured groups feed. Want to spend all day watching the world's best take on the famous 17th at TPC Sawgrass? The featured holes feed is for you. Stream over 35 tournaments every year from the WM Phoenix Open to the players to the FedEx Cup playoffs. It's all on ESPN+. Sign up now at ESPNplus.com slash golf. I'm, I'm operating at literally 20% right now. Your Wi-Fi or yourself? It's myself. <laughs> I feel like I didn't even finish a few sentences. Like I've like lost my train of thought five that's times. The int- yeah. That's the intro, Greg. <laughs> I'm operating 20%. Your Wi-Fi or yourself? Welcome back to The Loop. I'm Alex Myers. As always, I'm joined by Steve Hennessy, Christopher Powers. We've got Xander Shoffley joining us in a bit. Very exciting show. Of course, we've got the Waste Management Phoenix Open on tap. We'll get more into that later. Um, got the Super Bowl, by the way. Decent little game uh, coming up as well. Uh, and, you know, some fun stuff to talk about as well. So we'll get into Xander in a bit. But first, CP is live from the Waste Management Phoenix Open, where he has been on a bender slash bachelor party trip for a while. Um, how's it going, CP? I saw you tweeting about, I don't know, was it your brother who wanted to like <laughs> leave, you know, get out of there? I mean, it was, that's how tough people were struggling. That, uh, that was, that was my brother, Jack. Very, very, very much on the struggle bus. That was mm. Saturday morning. Um, I'm still... I'm like 50% right now, literally. It's Jack it's shot his career best round after struggling. Wait, really? Jack did. Wow. Which I, Jack. I was not his career low. He did have, you're not going to believe this, a 79, but that was that, that course in Maine. That's like a par 67. Oh, okay. But he played great. We all played great yeah. that day. But I would say on a big boy course, par 72, was just... that was, of course, I wasn't in his group to kind of keep uh, in check. I'm sure, uh, oh my God. I'm sure there's a couple eight footers that were, that were good in, in that group, but, um, but he did recover. Everyone kind of bounced back, but then after golf, cause we did the club Friday night, um, you know, five mm, hours what? of sleep. Five. That's a lot. Morning. I yeah. know it was actually a decent amount of sleep That's not bad. Um, and everyone kind of, kind of bounced back and played well. And then after golf, it was like the walking dead. Everybody, everybody mm. going out that third night was uh, combination was a rough one. Yeah. I, you know, I haven't done that many bachelor trips where we played golf, unfortunately, <laughs> but I do remember I was in really bad shape when we went to Doral one time. And this was like, <laughs> this was many, many moons ago. And it wasn't even the blue monster. We played one of the other courses there, <laughs> Steve, but I, um, I definitely used the facilities a couple times. <laughs> uh, I remember we, we got picked up in like a limo and we had all our bags and we were, and I would just remember I was laying in this limo and on the floor and I was like, I felt oh like God. I was going to die. And when I got, luckily I was able to, you know, keep it in check till we got to the course, but woo, it was, we started, uh, we started tough. pounding right away again, like on the fifth hole and kind yeah. of got mm. back to normal. I got you back. Then, you know, we went out again, like I said, just, you know, basically just drinking for sport at that point, Saturday night. And then everyone had to leave Sunday. And obviously I got to stay. Um, I, everyone was very jealous of me because they were all getting on a plane. But I went and played by myself. I played pretty well Saturday. I had an 81. Kind of yeah. couldn't miss. Like mid-season form. Driver. Oh, nice. Then I played uh, Sunday mm-hmm. and I think I like I'm done. Like I my my game is completely shot. I'm not even kidding. That's I was very very hungover obviously, so, but rolling the ball, no no hook. It was fanning. I was hitting like a hundred and ninety yard slice with my driver, embarrassing the? myself. Like in shambles again. I don't know what happened. Twenty four hour you needed, difference. You needed to start drinking again. It sounds I, like. yeah, I didn't. Seriously. This guy I played with too was like, I think you just need another beer. I was like, I, I really, I, I can't do it. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah. Well, it reminded me because I actually was on a bachelor 
trip once to Vegas and a, someone did leave uh, the first morning after. Uh, the first morning. But that's tough. I, I won't get into details because I don't even know. Nobody knows the details because he obviously stayed up all night and I think was involved in numerous illicit, illegal extracurriculars yeah but i woke up to him kind of rummaging around in the room and the sun's coming through and it's like seven o'clock in the morning i'm like what are you doing he's like i'm packing i'm going to the airport no i thought he was kidding he he's like i can't control myself i need to get out of here vegas is not for everybody impeccable self-control impeccable one night yeah good for him he left we had two more days Two or three more days and two more nights there, gone wow. after one night. Uh, there was there was probably was the best move of his life. But yeah, uh, there was two kids on wow. this one that I think did did all three days, didn't sleep a wink, powered through, and probably drank the entire the entire time. What a time, man! I haven't been on one of those trips in a long time. Thank thank goodness. Somebody I, I said, "Oh, I just remember." Sun, Sunday morning, we're all sitting around in the living room, you know, ready to die, and this kid goes. <laughs> I don't know how much more of these I got left in me, boys. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I might have to hang them up. Once you hit one, your thirties, man. I mean, yeah. bachelor parties are just not for you. My yeah. last one to Vegas, I remember we were at the club and I was just like, I, I'm done. Can't do it. Yeah. I'm tapped out. I was like, just not worth it. The money, no. the pain, the anguish. Venmo charges haven't even started to hit yet. That's going to yeah. be coming. And the scaries come back when that oh, happens. Yeah. So, in a way, it's good though that you hit that realization because then, because at some point you're like, "Oh man, this is gonna suck when I can't do this anymore." But at some point, it's you don't need. It. They gotta be two, one day, one night. Just yes, the three day thing is. I've got you know, one in April in Myrtle. It's my like little cousin's bachelor party, so I'm like just hoping to jam as much golf as boom. possible. Like it's not a big golf group, right. but we're gonna all play one day. And I don't really know the other guys. I'm probably just gonna bounce and play just by myself. Get away from just for survival. Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep you out of trouble and, and exactly. you'll have a better time, honestly. Yeah. So that's that's probably the way to do it. Yeah. Um all right. Speaking of daggers, Justin Rose freaking just daggered me. We we're we we're doing this on Monday. We had a Monday finish at Pebble Beach. We're not gonna get too much into it, but Steve, congratulations. I know you had a bet on well, Justin Rose. Um, I had money on Brendan Todd, who I'd mentioned last week, a nice little 75 to one ticket. Uh, it would, would have been a, a big payday. Um, he so made a nice run. We got to, we got to clarify. So you yeah. were on Todd, you know, before the tournament. 75 yeah. You jumped on Rose midway. Five, not as much of a payout. Right. So, you know, right. felt bad for you. I no, also faded J Rose in our experts column. So I can't really celebrate. Mm. Um, didn't see it coming. You know, his ball striking stats, you know, were not that impressive. He's just kind of got it done with the putter. And yeah. that's what we saw. I mean, when, when we finally got to see him on TV, because uh, he played Monterey Peninsula, that that's how he finished up his his third round. Um, that's kind of why I jumped on him, because that's like the easy, easiest course. And he was there, ran up the leaderboard. Um, mm-hmm. And also, I was on Victor Hovland before the tournament, so... I was like looking for a hedge because Hovland was right in the mix. Uh, yeah, Hovland was in the mix. So the number yeah. on Rose was good. So yeah, good for Rose. I just like I said this to you, Myers. I've never thought of him as a great putter. Obviously, like world class elite ball striker of the last twenty years. Um, and Doug Ferguson put this out. This year would have been the last time or the first time he was not eligible for any of the majors since twenty ten. Wow, like that's how long he's been. I mean, elite, you know, creme de la creme of the PGA Tour. Yeah. Uh, so great for him. Yeah. It took him a while to win on the tour. True. And then once he won, obviously he became one of the great players. He won the U.S. Open 2013. We know he won the gold medal. He was carrying around everywhere for years. Um, he got to number one in the world. He kind of yeah. He, he was on one of those top. He's yep. done everything like one time. So he's he's yeah. a great player, but. Yeah, he hadn't won in four years. And uh, so, of course, the one week I have a long shot who's about to hit, he has to show up and uh, dagger me. But, uh, yeah, good for him. I guess we need to start uh, looking out for for Jay Rose a little more. Nice live play by you, Steve. Nothing to 
be ashamed of. Obviously, it is kind of funny though that you faded him in, in the column and you yeah, as, on him. as I told you guys, he's like one of my least favorite tour pros. Yeah. Um, from my past dealings with him, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a fake good guy or not. We, we <laughs> love that term. He seemed everyone says he's a great guy, so maybe it was just me. Um, but so that was kind of like a personal hedge to to gotcha. bet on him. So yeah, I wasn't well, pissed when he won. Well done. Um, we got to talk though. The big story is obviously Aaron Rodgers wins, uh, this <laughs> incredible he wins the pro am. Um, as a 10 handicap, when you can look them up right now, go out there and do it yourself. Look up Aaron Rodgers, Wisconsin on gin. He's a 3.0. Yep. Now, I will say a couple things here. The AT&T Pebble Beach program always bumps up people a couple shots, and they've been known to bump up the celebrities, mm-hmm. particularly because they like to see those guys up on the leaderboard. But it's usually a couple shots and it makes sense because they're playing, you know, they're playing courses that are set up for PGA tour pros. They're not playing the tips, but they're, they're still the greens and everything are fast, the rough. So it makes sense. And you're playing under pressure. It makes sense. You get bumped up a little. That being said, going from a three to a 10 just seems insane. Makes absolutely no sense. So if everybody's going up a stroke or two, how he went up a full seven, um, so it's, it's really, this is the most controversial, uh, winner since Larry Fitzgerald won those, uh, those two times, his handicap was like a 10 or 11 back then. And he was like a six Aaron Rodgers, We've seen him in the match right? He's twice. He's two and oh, we've seen him do it like in, in, and if you look at his scores, yeah, he, he hadn't played much this year. Um, but his scores last year, he shot a 71, one of his last rounds in, in 2022. So how can he be a 10 handicap? <laughs> he's one of the biggest sandbaggers of all time. And yep. Keith Mitchell CP, your boy called him out, called it a crap handicap. Um, he was playing with Josh Allen. Just, I don't know how he gets away with it. This is going to, he's going to get ripped more than he does for, uh, not winning a big game. It's a myth. <laughs> And of course, it just some. He said that the funny quote was something clicked that spot. Like, of course, something clicked. You know, once the lights came on on Thursday, and uh, apparently had only played, you know, one round since training camp. He says, and then uh, and then had the nice little practice round at Cypress Point, which is no big deal, of course. But uh, yeah, this is this happens every you know every couple of years. You, you did the post with Larry Fitz. The handicap police were out. I went back and found it. Um, Right. It's just kind of a sandbagger type of man. It's kind of bound to happen, but that is crazy. I don't know how you go from a three to a 10. And <clears throat> you you guys know, uh, Myers, especially you, a single digit handicap. If you get into one of these events where they give you a few extra, it just kind of frees you up a little bit. So, well, look, we all play in different things. And I even last year on my trip, you know, I'd done all that training stuff and like I knew I was better than what my scores were but my i was still at whatever and then when i got home from the trip my handicap went down so of course my friends were killing me too so it happens to everybody but again a three to a ten and again this isn't this it's not like aaron Rodgers said to them i'm a 10 they check this they look yeah. at your cap you have to submit a submit so it's they decided to make him a 10 so we can't place all the blame on him but it is kind of wild because there's so many players in this field you're playing with a partner um usually both guys have to be playing pretty well like when 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 Fitzgerald won Streelman won right like, like so the fact that Ben Silverman missed the cut yeah it wasn't uh, even close to making over. the cut he was yeah. one over and their team finished 26 under three <laughs> so, so Aaron Rodgers provided 27 under par on his own ball <laughs> in three rounds that is insane. So I, I'm Josh Allen should be ticked. Uh, Keith Mitchell, maybe not as much. It doesn't affect his money or anything, but like, you know, I don't know. You'd have to think that he's going to be investigated or something. <laughs> Where's the integrity? Where's the integrity? I mean, yeah. God, I, I, I'm, I'm worked up about it. I was, you're right. I was worked up about Larry Fitzgerald. Apparently Larry Fitzgerald doesn't like me. Because he did, I wrote many things about his handicap. You did, yes. You're all over that beat. All over that beat, and yeah. I look. I mean, the numbers don't. Somebody's, lie. somebody's got to be. 
Yeah, somebody's got to do it. So this, I don't have to be the guy this time because everybody's calling him out, including Keith Mitchell, just flat out saying it was a crap handicap. So I don't know what they can do, uh, but I guess congrats to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he he played well, that's for sure. But uh, 10 handicap, that that's something else. Um, one other thing I want to talk about before we get into Xander, this whole St. Andrews debacle, <gasps> Swilkin Bridge, uh, people started going nuts over the weekend when this picture emerged of the Swilkin Bridge and then this stone patio, people are calling it. It's like a circular thing that leads into the bridge. It looks ridiculous, but there was a reason for it. The The area there gets like trampled down. It's all muddy and dirty. I, anyway, we sent a reporter there, John Hugging. He lives in Scotland. It's not like we sent a reporter from the U.S., don't, but he lives in Scotland. He went there. He comes home, uh, does a story about how they're kind of still working on it. Now they're saying they're removing it. He's pissed. They didn't tell him that. He went all the way there and did the reporting. What are your thoughts, Steve? I mean, you're you're the course guy. I know this isn't a, an architecture thing. I mean, it is an architecture thing. It's not a course architecture thing, but it's still a, a landmark in golf, and it's kind of being, uh, you know, toyed around with. Yeah, it's like probably top three most photographed places in golf, right? So, you know, oh yeah. Anyone who has been in St. Andrews has taken their picture here. You don't even have to play golf to, you know, you could walk out onto the course like on Sunday or whatever and go take a picture there. So it means a lot to a lot of people. I think they might have gotten it a little wrong. Obviously, they've admitted this now, taking it down. Like if you look at it just sort of architecturally your mind your eye is not drawn to the bridge right away your eye is drawn to the patio now and that's that's not the point obviously there was a purpose as you said Myers to protect that the land around it it was muddy got nasty they had to do something but I feel like it's one of those things they had plans for and then someone built it and it just wasn't really tastefully done and they shouldn't have let it you know, get like that. And they've now admitted it. They're going to redo it. So good on them for, you know, listening to all the critiques and doing something about it. Um, poor Huggin, our guy, for kind of getting duped with this story. Got duped. Yeah, he's he's Scottish on Scottish crime, too. I know. I mean, Huggin, he's always in a bad mood, but geez, he's got to really be in a bad mood now. I mean, this is just, <laughs> I mean, imagine you go over there and you get told one thing and then you get home and, Man, I mean, that's that's tough. Steve, to your point about the pictures, though, I am thinking about this. The people who everyone who plays there and I've never played there, I've been there to, to cover. But you, you walk over and you take the picture. If you're taking that picture of you standing on the bridge, you actually wouldn't have this part in the picture. Good point. Right. And I just thought of that. So that's one thing. So people maybe are going a little too crazy because, you know, the bridge, you can still take the picture. And again, even though they're, they're kind of making it like you're defacing the bridge, you're not really defacing the bridge. You're 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 changing the the area around the bridge. Right. Again, I don't think it looks good, but I also I don't know what they you know they obviously thought they had to deal with the problem there. Um, but so you're saying people on the internet are reacting unnecessarily to something? Right. Yeah. 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 Now, they, now people are going to think they they have that power. Unfortunately, so yeah. I wish yeah. they I wish they would have kept it. Yeah. Yeah, just keep it safe. Screw you guys. We're not we're not changing it. Um, no, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's one of those weird things. Uh, and now we'll see what they do if they remove it. Whoever built it must feel like shit, though. I mean, that's <laughs> jeez. They're hoping probably like their their business is not connected at all oh, right. going forward. They won't I get mean, work in St. Andrews. You know that guy. Like right after he finished, it was just like, oh, wow, job well done. And yeah, job well done. He's, his buddies. All, he's told all his buddies. Yep. He's been telling people, oh, guess what my next project is. He's like one of the great masons <laughs> in Scottsdale in a in a St. Andrews. Uh, you know, I'm going to be doing stonework at the the old course, and now they're going to rip it up. A couple egg, a couple eggs he'll never meet. Got him to <laughs> excavate it. Ruin his and career. The reaction on Twitter was brutal <laughs> i will say though when i first saw the picture i thought it was fake i was like this is like Damn. a club pro guy yeah joke <laughs> and and of course there were i think the best one i saw was lumpy tim lumpy heron said like hey guys they're not finished yet and he did a picture of it and he put a hot tub in the middle of it with people like <laughs> sitting in the hot tub right. so 
it could be worse, but people really went nuts over this. I thing. saw someone, yeah, someone photoshopped like a hot dog roller on it. <laughs> if we're lucky, we'll get Club Pro got to add this to Three Jack National you know, <laughs> at some point. So, yeah. Um, oh my God! Do you hear this ha- this hammering? No. No, oh, that okay, must good. be me uh, betting Taylor Montgomery at six. Oh, that's hammer time. <laughs> Hammering um, Ricky Fowler. Ugh. I'm gun shy to hammer anybody again because uh, just two weeks in a row getting daggered on these long shots, Keegan and, and Brendan Todd. Um, what, uh, before we get into Xander, we're not going to talk about it because we already did, but the mass, speaking of changing things, the Masters did officially I'll ask Stevie just because now we know the yardage. He was on it. Steve was on it months ago. I knew this months ago. No, I know. There was someone who said they'd seen the yardage. I know. We've done many posts about it, but I'm saying it's official now. It's in the media guide for the Masters. It is a 545-yard hole now. It used to be 510. So the 35 yards added to the card, that's the only difference in length. Um, Some people thought, I think Steve, even you or or CP, when you did a post, it it looked from the pictures like it could have been 550 560 so they didn't quite go all the way back steve does that change your thoughts on it at all that they 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 didn't go crazy with it is the 35 like a decent should number should start a twitter movement to get them I mean, to it's still significant delete it. yeah yeah i'm sure that'll work with augusta yeah. <laughs> i mean i don't think it really will affect the hole too much yeah. i think when we talked about it initially um i thought at least the images looked like the tee box was like below the like the level of the course and like maybe it'll play a little more uphill but the guy who has played augusta national um with the new tee box who i was talking to said that's not really the case um so yeah, I mean, it, maybe it won't be a driver nine iron anymore. It will, it'll be like a driver seven iron. So, you know, a little tougher hole. It's obviously necessary. It's one of the most famous par fives, if not the most in the world. So good change. I thought Myers, you were going to bring up this rumor uh, in Augusta, how there's some oh, land being purchased. I don't even want to justify that. Okay. Do you, do you think there's anything to that? Julie Crenshaw squashed it. it. What'd you say, CP? Julie Crenshaw seemed to have already squashed it. I well, think. Well, yeah. that's right. That's and the, Janella the, talked to the Crenshaw. Being involved has been squashed. Yes. yes, that part has been squashed. That but was it, the stupidest thing because why would Ben Crenshaw? He's one of the most you know famed and respected yeah. Masters like champions. Mr. Master. Yeah. Um, yeah. Master. So maybe people, that's why I was even like this whole thing's such a joke. But but if you took that part out. I guess the other part, but the fact that that part was linked to it makes me just think that the whole thing's total BS. Probably the the rumor for those who don't live on social media like us is that there's this land yeah. in North Augusta, which is across the the way in South Carolina, has been purchased for the purpose of a golf course. Now there's reports maybe Augusta National purchased it. I mean that's doesn't seem likely. It's pretty far away, you know, ten minutes from Augusta, um, and the rumor is that. Live bought it in hopes of building their own course there to host the tournament the week before, a week after the Masters. You're right, Myers. It sounds like complete BS. Um, you say it out loud, even it sounds like. Yeah, as someone brought up the point, like, is Live going to be around? Like, you know, it would take at least two years, most likely three years, until a golf course is completed of construction. What's Live going to look like in three years? Right. We have no idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I believe that this land was purchased. <laughs> Who bought it and for what purpose that I'm not so sure. Yeah. I think too, it's like live, you know, they've come a lot farther than I think all of us thought they could in especially within a year or whatever. Yeah. But like doing that would actually lose them fans people would be like that's just stupid like you can't compete with the masters like now you're just trying to be assholes you it's know? pretty so, on it feels on brand for them though this it does, is but it's just, something it's just they like, would do it's just too much because like the course is obviously not going to be anywhere near augusta national in terms right. of you know history or anything or right. architecture or anything and so now you're just now you're just doing it because you want to be in the same area it's it looks kind of pathetic actually so I'm not sure. I, I laugh for a second there because I, I, God, I'm sorry to keep 
coming up with these random ass stories. But the last time I was there with a fan, somehow we ended up at this like party. I want to say a house party, but it was really in like an RV that was parked outside a house. And I remember my friend and I, we got in because we kind of like pretended like we were from around, we were locals. And then someone said, what high school did you guys go to? And I said, North Augusta. And I have nice. no idea if that's a high school. <laughs> I just said it. And they, nobody pushed back on me. But I, I don't know why I remember when you said North Augusta, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I went to North Augusta. Like, no idea Good. if that's an actual high school or not, but it could be. So uh, we'll see. All right, let's get into our chat with Xander Shoffley. Obviously one of our favorites here at the loop. Um, one of the best players on the planet. Uh, as we talked to him in, on the pod, uh, the last time we talked to him, I think he was still stuck on the four wins. Now he's a seven-time winner. Uh, plus, you throw in that tour championship, which he really won. He was the gross winner. Uh, you throw in that uh, pro-am or whatever it was last year when he got on his hot streak that doesn't count as an official win, but he beat like a star-studded field. So anyways, Andrew Shoffley, welcome to the show once again. Please have a listen to our chat with seven-time PGA Tour winner, Xander Shoffley. Well, anyway, we are very excited to welcome back seven-time PGA Tour winner, Xander Shoffley. Xander, how are you doing today? Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. So first off, I mean, I got to ask you, uh, you know, we were worried about you with the back. You know, you had the little WD. I think you were, you were kind of trying to figure out what was going on. Then you came back. We saw you make the Albatross. You played great in Palm Springs. How are you feeling right now? And is the back any sort of concern going forward? No, it's just a lot of, uh, I feel, I feel pretty good. Just a lot of patience kind of, um, sort of like, a, I've never really had any injury ever. Um, unfortunately it happened. And now fortunately I do have a really good team around me to help me, uh, make the right decisions. And they're just telling me to be patient. You know, I want to feel like 100% every day right away yeah. and they're like you know if a runner hurts himself and he keeps running like you know an yeah. it you know if a runner's it man gets hurt that it man's not going to show up on an mri right and like nothing on your nothing on your back is showing up in the specific spot that you're showing us but you have some discomfort there and they're like you gotta let it heal you know and i played two weeks in a row now and i'm like well i'm a little sore and they're like well, obviously <laughs> so yeah I'm staying patient. I feel good. Um, I've been resting more, you know, unfortunately I haven't been practicing as much as I'd like because I'm just trying to rust up to make sure I'm good to go for the rest of the season. So I'm hoping, you know, in the next couple of weeks is what they're saying. It, it the, you know, I should get back to that 100% feel where I kind of wake up and go and don't think anything. Um, wow. But, you know, in a perfect world, if I could take like just, you know, two weeks off, unfortunately I can't and just like do nothing and then come right. back. Be great but i'm probably gonna like this is gonna linger a little bit just because I'm, I'm gonna i'm I'm gonna keep going and keep recovering and keep going and keep recovering so it is what it is part of the job yep um I, I forgot we've been lucky enough to have you on a couple times i forgot exactly when the last time was but i believe you were still stuck on the four pga tour titles you caught a heater in the summer and just ripped off all those wins what what was the difference uh, between last summer versus previous summers where you had so many close calls? And was it just a matter of time before, you know, a few wins went your way? Yeah. I mean, if you, you know, if you kind of look at it, uh, you know, one of, you know, winning, winning is hard, but you do need things to go your way when you win, you know, uh, at the travelers was an example of that. That could have gone a different direction. It could have ended up in the playoff. It could have, you know, side could have burned the last hole. You know, golf, golf is pretty wild. Crazy things happen. So Scottish was, was, was tight as well. Um, I, I don't really know what the difference was. I, I felt very like, confident, very comfortable during that time. I was playing very good golf and it was really special for me that it traveled, you know, typically when you go play on different grass, go play in a different country, you know, different time zone, things change. And, mm -hmm. That was kind of a big step for for us that I was able my game was able to travel. Um and so that was, that was pretty cool. Gotta ask a non-serious question. Um take it back to Hawaii. Uh that picture of Patrick Cantley, all the ladies uh for New Year's Eve that made the rounds on social media. I'm wondering if like if you gave him some some shit for that. Um if there's any, you know, back and forth after that made the rounds, people were ripping on his outfit. <laughs> No, uh, 
No, we uh, we're both pretty. Like, we don't we don't really do a whole lot of social media, and yeah. you can imagine it wasn't us who wanted to take the photo. Um, <laughs> Never is. That's just how it goes. So um, we we took we took probably one too many photos than we wanted in that yeah. situation uh, after dinner. But happy wives, happy lives. So the yeah. girls the girls got their photo, and then um, yeah, my my wife my wife still has Instagram and shows me, and um, she was. We had a pretty, she was laughing. She was like, people are so mean. <laughs> it's so brutal. It was just a normal yeah. outfit, I thought. Uh, yeah. Right, was, right, right. I, I was literally the only, I wear the same button up everywhere I go. So <laughs> I was the I have. So, you know, if someone knew that, they could have called me out on that. But right. uh, there's a good chance Pat hasn't even seen that, you know, knowing Pat. <laughs> right. And he never will. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Um, just caught the end of you. You were talking about your game traveling. That actually leads to a, a great question. I think this is a kind of a next week, especially guys coming from Saudi to waste management. Some guys coming from Dubai to Pebble this week. We're a betting pod and we kind of try and find angles for why to bet guys, why not to bet guys. And that's usually an angle like, yeah. oh, they're traveling too much time change. Do we, do we put too much into that? Cause I think it was last year you came from Saudi and you know, almost one uh, waste management. So do we kind of overvalue the traveling and the time change and all that? Um, yeah, I mean, I know there's certain individuals for certain courses, horses for courses, whatever you want to call it. Um, that that probably holds the most weight from like uh, if the guy's going to play well or not. Um, but yeah, I'd say travel. You know, I was I was worried. Part of the reason I almost didn't go there last year was because I, I, I always like to try and Play really, I mean, I like to play well every week, but like I, I played very well at waste management. Um, and it's a lot, you know, like f- extra emphasis on recovery, you know what I mean? When, when you're getting back, and I, you know, I don't know from a betting standpoint, if you have those, like, you know, who recovers the best or who travels with recovery equipment or like things of that nature, like that, that'll definitely come to play because it'll, it'll, it'll wear it. Dep- it also depends on like, if that final week, like let's say you play three tournaments overseas and you come and play a fourth one in the U S like I would slam against the guy coming back on the fourth week in the U S mm. you guys would too. So yeah. I think it does carry some weight. Um, when you do travel a lot, it, it, it wears you out. It makes like one, one international week feels like two weeks when you come back. Yeah. That makes sense. Obviously we want to ask you about, uh, your latest content with Highland. Uh, it looks, looks fun. The blindfold stuff. Tell us what's going on there with, with, with Highland. Yeah. The Highland exhibition challenge was, uh, was very entertaining, I guess. Uh, it was funny for me to do. It was hard. Um, a little nostalgic. My dad's my, been my only swimming coach. He's had me hit balls, uh, with my eyes closed, not blindfolded. So okay. kicked in when we did it, you know, the blindfold added for some drama and then the dizzy golf reference as well made it very difficult spinning me in a circle um, was a little throwback to college there. So, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was really fun, you know, unassisted, very difficult with the team there, much, much easier and was able to actually pull, pull off birdie there blindfolded. That's, that's pretty impressive. Wow. You, you birdied <laughs> a, a hole blindfolded. I with didn't my, see this yet with my team, with my team, with, with, the, team, with the team helping. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Still, so, I mean, I'll, Steve, I'll you'd, very impressive. you'd take any birdie. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I got to ask you too. You have some crazy uh, fans on on Twitter. I, I think Chris would might, probably was going to mention uh, Nagels, Nagels Bagels, and then um, you know there's this Xander Shoffley Legion who somehow kind of broke the news about your back. Do you know who that is? And like, do you, are you aware of some of these super fans around you? Yeah, uh, Cal. Uh, Cal is is an awesome kid. He okay. I met him. Who's 14 he's probably 16 now i think okay so wow he really is okay yeah he, him and his father have come out to maui uh most several times um okay yeah so he, he's he's an awesome kid he's very very committed he i would definitely like label him as one of my biggest fans because yeah. he just sometimes he knows stuff about me that i didn't even know <laughs> <laughs> he was all over that news i mean yeah, yeah. he's, he's <laughs> the first one on it so <laughs> Very on top of it. Um, right. He's a very nice kid. Uh, him and his dad are super nice. Um, so, you know, always appreciate their support. All right. Yeah, we're going to trust him. Something then. like, I yeah. heard a 12-year-old kid. And I said, well, even if that's true, he might he might know. 
And then, sure enough, he, he does. I mean, kind of he onto does. something. So yeah, he's on Xander's radar. Now he's 16, so he's even more legit. So he, he has a driver's license, maybe. Who knows? So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think I, I can't remember. He's he, he was a lot taller than I was when I was. I remember looking. I'm like, dang, Cal, like you're only 13 or 12, whatever it is. <laughs> Well, that brings up a, a question I wanted to ask you, you know, related to the injury stuff. This is also sort of betting related, but a lot of people have said, you know, like us betters, we we would love to know when a golfer's hurt, like whether we're going to like wager money on somebody. And it's kind of funny that there's no injury report in golf like there is in other sports. Wondering from like the player's perspective, you know, it's not like you could gain some advantage by knowing, you know, so if is hurt, uh, you know, going down the stretch or something like that, it's such an individual game. How would you feel about there being some sort of like injury report in golf? It would definitely ch- uh, change the betting landscape. I mean, yeah. it is, it is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that would come to be, but um, because injuries in golf are so, like you said, individual and so private and pretty much like, you yeah. know, if I didn't, withdraw from that tournament there's probably a good chance that i wouldn't have no one would ever even know that i had some sort of lingering back thing happen so that's just kind of how it's gone in golf you don't really ever want to show any any like like flash in the pan or any like sort of you know chink in the armor type thing um any of your opponents whereas like in other sports it's just part of the sport you know guys go down literally every week multiple yeah Uh, it is. It, it. I don't know. I'm sure it'd be fun for you guys to sort of. Yes. We would appreciate it, but yeah, yeah. it <laughs> sounds like there, there's a good reason it doesn't exist from your perspective. Yeah. Okay, Xander, I'm wondering how um, the haters would probably say uh, he did nothing in the majors last year, never saw his name on the leaderboard, and then and then you go and look and you top 15 in the last three. Like that's a that's a pretty good year in the majors. Do, do you did you feel like it was a good year? Kind of how did you assess your your year in the majors last year? Um, yeah, I was a little, a little lost in the majors, unfortunately. I definitely didn't feel, um, I don't, that's funny you tell me that. I don't feel, uh, like I did. It doesn't sound terrible to be completely honest. Like I, I just, the only thing that sticks out to me is missing the cut the masters and being like completely lost. Um, usually I have some sort of like will to figure it out and I was grinding and I just couldn't do it, which was very frustrating. Um, that was probably a low point for me last year uh maybe the players too you know missing that cut sucked but that was like very weather related (laughs) yeah um yeah got the never want to hit a six iron into 17 ever again um uh, hopefully no scar tissue was developed there but yeah very stale i'd say is if i could use a word it's pretty stale major season for me i i just i was never near any lead or in the hunt for anything so and that's really all you want to put yourself in is give yourself a chance to win and win one of those majors and I didn't do that. So, you know, definitely need to uh, get back on, get back on the horse here this year. Well, obviously you're still looking for a first major, but you know, winning the gold medal and the way you did it to, you know, that clutch up and down on 18, how, you know, how much confidence does that give you? Obviously it gives you confidence, but like, does that, does that sort of thing carry over into the majors when, I mean, you know, again, it's not a major, but who knows, maybe in 20, 30 years, we think of the Olympics as a major and I'm obviously you were feeling the pressure there and, you know, you came through in, in a really big spot. Yeah. I, I'd say how you win tournaments definitely uh, is, is a pretty big deal. Uh, whether it's, you know, hitting a clutch bunker shot or hitting a clutch chip or hitting a clutch long iron or hitting a clutch drive. I think the more ways you can get it done, the better. Um, it just sort of shows that your game is complete and shows that, you know, you're built for any spot whether it's like a short par four or a par five or something with water or dealing with any bit of adversity that can be thrown at you, like on any golf hole. So um, yeah, I definitely would chalk that up as a really big win for me and definitely a big confidence booster. And, you know, usually when you have a lead and you ship it into the trees, you know, you're already thinking the worst thing possible with water and all these things happening. But, you know, I, I really, was calm in that situation and, and I'm really happy with how I handled it. And I, for some reason, just felt like I was going to win this tournament and it wasn't pretty, but I got it done. Yeah. This year's us open at LACC, you know, being a Cali guy, I wonder, you know, if you've played there before. Um, and if so, like how you think it kind of suits your game? Yeah. Just once I played, uh, 
I played it just once. So um, it it's a big it's a big boy golf course, and they're making it really hard. Um, you know, weather pending, weather should be pretty pretty darn good for mm-hmm. the most part. But um, yeah, with, when I played that practice round about two years ago, I think, or a year ago, it was not like the fairways weren't mowing super tight and yeah. of that nature. It was just more of like a big park still, mm-hmm. but I can imagine it being uh, brutal. So I'm sure it'll be a nice viewer experience. Yeah. Last one for me, uh, you added the Amex. You usually don't plan that. Um, just how different has the schedule, you know, building out your schedule been with these elevated events and kind of the changes in the schedule. And are there any other events you've never played in that, that you plan on adding to the schedule this year? Yeah. I mean, I, I typically, after, after miss, missing Maui, that's usually, you know, a staple for me where I play well at too, to get some points. Uh, you know, I needed to play some catch up there. Um, you know, I always playing such a light fall, you do start really behind the eight ball and you got to get going. So it's nice that I was able to, you know, pick up some points there at the Amex and then, it's really going to be sort of like uh, if I need to pick up, if I'm not playing very well and, and I need more tournaments, like I'll just, I'll start adding tournaments. Like I'm not, I'm not afraid to do that. You know, I need to get where I want to be. And if I need to add some events to do that, then so be it. So that's kind of where I'm at. Got to ask about the Albatross at the Amex. Um, man, I mean, that shot, like you took on the water um, and then, you know, you got to see it go in, right. Which is pretty yeah. cool for an Albatross. Yeah. And my caddy's one who always sees it. So, yeah, I was right where I was aiming, you know. I was trying to hit it right. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I was trying to aim near the flagstick and kind of honestly hook it left off that upslope. Okay. And I was on such a severe upslope. It kind of like – I kind of just hung it out to the right. Usually you do hit kind of a, a sweeping draw off an upslope, but I just hung it out there. Um, and it was going right at it, and I was just not going to lie. I was staring at the, the wooden board because I was like – I knew it was going to hit the board. I was just staring at it. I was like, is he going to hit the board and make a wow. six no. <laughs> so um it was a nice four shot swing for me you know taking it yeah I was, was, that your, say. was that your first one or i mean definitely in tournament in, in tournament yeah sec, second one in my life second one in your life okay uh uh last one for me obviously uh you know max homo has been red hot you got you you got patrick cantley is there any sort of you know king of california type bet going on with you guys not bet but like you know morikawa too i mean yeah, yeah more, of course more, i'm kids. sure i'm forgetting guys there's so many california is so hot right now um what's <laughs> what's the deal i mean we after max won this past week it was like oh he's dominating he's won four times at california he's the favorite at the u.s open now but what what, what do you guys have any sort of you know side chat or anything going on no no man okay. I, I would i mean if you just go by i'm, I'm pretty 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 straight with like the, with the stats. I, I have to say Max would have to be the, the, the king of California right now. Uh, with okay. all, you know, I don't really know how else you'd throw anyone just because we're from California. doesn't mean we can be the king of California. You got right, right, right. to win in California to be the king of California. Okay. So, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm from, I mean, I'm, I'm literally from born and raised in San Diego. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm not happy to, you know, pass this on to someone, but unless I have more wins than Max in California, like, I have no problem hanging that over to him because he's just done it. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's been crushing it here. Uh, I was thinking, I was like, damn, I was like, what's, what is about California that he loves so much? <laughs> yeah. The grass, the weather. I mean, obviously the weather is easy, but the grass, you know, typically people complain about the golf in California with the point of greens and like right. the, the different types of grass everywhere. But yeah, he's, he's crushing it. He's been, you know, like the likes of him, I, I'd say him, Rom, and currently uh, uh, Rory, those three guys have been playing, uh, you know, there's a few others, but for the most part, like when you talk about like elite, elite golf, uh, week in, week out, I'd say those three names, um, you know, everyone's got a time of year where they like to kick it up. Mm-hmm. I've historically been pretty, pretty solid through the summer. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to pick up some slack here earlier, earlier on. Um, right. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been uh, a lot, of, a lot of good golf has been played recently. I actually do truly, truly have last one quickly. Oh. I think it was the President's Cup. Jordan Spieth called you the funniest guy in the team room. I believe silent, oh, one. Yeah. silent assassin was the phrase he used. Well, do you agree with that assessment? And what was it like to have that honor bestowed upon you? I don't know. I just, I think everyone just thinks I'm this really like quiet guy. And I just, 
in, in a certain environment, it was certain individual. Jordan's awesome. He's hilarious. JT's hilarious. Like our whole team, like they're, our whole team room was very funny, you know? And like, when you get the right guys in the right environment where we're actually like pulling for each other, you know, certain shots will fly that normally don't fly. I'd say um, like on a normal competing week. So I don't know. I just like to have fun with the guys. I like to keep it like, like to keep it light, like to keep it loose um, in whichever way, shape or form. So I, I would never want to take the cake on, on being like a funny guy. There's much funnier people, but um, you know, I like to have a good laugh with those guys. Very modest. Well, yeah, well, we definitely get to see some of the, the personality in the video with Highland. Everybody should check that out. Um, yeah, we wish you tweeted more, Xander. I mean, we could, we could see some more of this, uh, the funny I'm stuff. Not, I'm, not a, I'm not a social media guy. I, I, don't, I, can't, I can't deal with, like you said, all the haters, you know what I mean? There At are least, a lot of haters. Yeah. Mostly haters. Mostly. Yeah. Right, right. You know, yeah. and there, a lot of them are funny, too. You know, don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh, if you win the U.S. Open, you will officially be the king of California. So good luck this year at that. Good luck at everything else. That seems, that seems fair. fair, right? That would be fair. Uh, <laughs> good luck with the rest of the season. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will catch up with you down the road. Thank you, Xander. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks again to Xander for joining us. Hopefully the next time we get him on, he's a major champ and a, a 10-time winner at this rate. We'll see. Uh, that's, that's kind of his career trajectory right now. Um, okay, guys, huge week. CP, we know you're at the Waste Management Open. Uh, it's an elevated event, or sorry, designated event, I believe is the proper term. Uh, $20 million purse, uh, 22 out of the top 25 in the world. I think it's 22 of the top 23 that are actually eligible to play because, of course, you know, Cam Smith and maybe a couple others um, can't, aren't, uh, aren't eligible. So anyway, huge field, huge week. Got the Super Bowl on Sunday as well. Uh, first CP, just tell us, uh, I know you've barely been there, but, uh, what are you looking forward to this week there? And, uh, what's, what's the vibe like there on a, on a Monday? I'm sure it's not, it's not, uh, Saturday levels yet, but, uh, no vibe. Yeah. At least in the media center, it feels like they're, um, you know, running a little behind here, obviously with the, the tour still in pebble. So, true, um, true. that's why you might hear some drilling and hammering in the background. They're like still building this place. It feels like, but, uh, haven't gotten outside yet, got here and started cranking on some some stuff, but hopefully gonna get outside after this. I've I've been to this before as a fan a long time ago. Didn't get anywhere near 16. So obviously I'm I know it's uh cliche and um a little watered down now, but I'm excited to get, actually get inside there and um with a little inside the ropes action, which is which is always nice. Steve, because this is such a big event, the floor is yours for a little course uh <clears throat> wow let's oh do it I mean, well i mean this is a course that i think a lot of us are familiar with but uh you know i, I mean, you you probably you probably dig deep into the course here this is, I, yeah this is a big week we can we can week. yeah, yeah. any elevated down. event i could give like 30 seconds on the golf course yeah there you go yeah. any elevated event designated event or major uh we can talk about the course i'll take it all right <laughs> well i have also been to this event so a little inside info like cp mm. Although when I was there, I just, we camped out on the 18th hole. We had hospitality yeah. passes and uh, yeah, which was great. Shout out the auction tribe, my buddy, Matt's bachelor party. <laughs> don't remember. Um, don't remember a shot from, from being here. I do remember no. boo weekly being here. So a long time ago. let's go. <laughs> I remember uh, this wasn't the year we were there, but Spencer Levine being in the mix, mm -hmm. the, my man. So um, I mean, yeah, he, obviously he, he choked like a dog one year. <laughs> That's the year I'm talking about. Year? Yeah. 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 I forgot you hate Spencer Levine. <laughs> Come on. He's like I the don't. most likable guy. I have no real opinion on him. I just love how everybody goes crazy. It's kind of like the, the people who, who fought back a little on the Anthony Kim love last yeah. week. Cause it's like, at some point it's like, all right, enough, enough <laughs> about him. Like, let's, you know, let's, let's be real here. But no, no, I mean, he had a nice week until the last day. It was, it was tough. Smoking his cigarettes. He's he's just yeah. great. Oh, he's a uh, legend. He's a legend. For yes. Sure. No, so TPC Scottsdale, it's like 7,200 yards, but it's at elevation, people forget. So this, it plays like a short course. Like, you know, last year, Sahith in the mix. Sahith is not a great mm -hmm. driver of the ball. And I mean, it's it's a lot of approach, wedge play. Um, 
And I think, you know, the around the green stuff, there's some merits to that because the greens are typically firm. Um, some of them are on the newer side, so they get firmer. So you're going to have to scramble a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, you know, minimal off the tee, a lot of approach for me. So that leads me to the, the guy that I think is jumping off the page. I mean, first of all, there's a Cam Young 45 to 1 um, over the weekend. So I grabbed that. That's just absurd. Nice. Nice. Uh, Taylor Montgomery is now 60 to one. He was 50 to one over the weekend. So, I mean, how do you not grab that? That's I'm going to grab that 60. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he approach wise, like the numbers aren't great. He's obviously getting it done with a lot of short game that seemed to work for Justin Rose this week. Um, and you know, he plays, I think the thing that I really like about Taylor Montgomery this week, he plays so much desert golf, obviously from Las Vegas, uh, you know, plays almost every day that he's home. He's like out of Shadow Creek. I mean, similar vibes, sort of. Um, so all over Taylor Montgomery at 601 is ridiculous. But I think Morikawa, who has been playing great, um, he's like 20 to 1, 22 to 1. That's just a great number in this field. Um, and the approach plays is so, so good. So I, I could definitely see him um, being firmly in the mix. So that's, that's kind of my first, first move this week. I thought you were maybe going to go, although more Kyle is the same thing. I mean, just because he's played so great, but Justin Thomas mm -hmm. at 20 to one. A great number too. Yeah. Is, is kind of surprising just because we're used to seeing him in that like 12 range. I know the field is amazing, but you know, you usually see him 12, 13, 14 to see him at 20, uh, like you mentioned with the the emphasis on approach. Um, I don't know. To me, that jumps out. Also, I, I, I got to point out, um, this has been a really good tournament for us, right? We hit on Brooks. A few oh, years man. Back when the he was Brooks, 55 to one or whatever. Brooks week was insane. I had a CP. He, CP has like some crazy hammering in the background right now. He can't talk. Oh, okay. But he won like 1500. I I like got fifth in a DFS contest in addition to hitting the outright. So I won like, yeah, almost five grand. You won big. My I wasn't up like that, but I won the whatever five fifty or whatever. My 10 buck bet paid yeah, or whatever, whatever it was. It was still, still a nice little hit. And then last year, I mean, I know I had Scheffler. Mm. I'm pretty sure we all had Scheffler too. I did. <clears throat> yeah. So Jack we... hammering is nope. has not stopped. <laughs> tough, tough spot. Um, so yeah, so we had the Kepka and the Scheffler. Um, you know, this this is our week, guys. We got to keep this going. Well, I think the nice thing about this week is like because there's such great players here. Like there's some great numbers on on guys. Um, yeah. I mean, KH Lee is like the king of TPC courses. He has a second place here. I think the Kepka year actually. He's a hundred to one. Yes, he was um, up there. Yeah. Lucas Herbert uh, had another very great, very good finish. Um, yes. Overseas, I think like two straight top fives. So yep. He's a hundred to one. Um, he's someone who he does not, he's not very accurate at all off the tee, but good approach player. So I think that profile could kind of fit here. Um, and by the way, we asked Xander about that, the traveling and everything. And he made it like if it's at the end of like a long string of tournaments, a big travel week could hurt yeah. you. But because I'm, I'm referring to Cameron Young, who played great. He was runner up to Abe Answer yeah. uh, over in Saudi Arabia. And Lucas Herbert was third, I believe. So those guys are both coming right back from Saudi. Um, desert, though, they're in desert mode. So that's true. They're kind of they're kind of locked in. Yeah. yeah, 100 to one for a guy coming off a third place event, uh, third place finish in Let's be honest, that was a very strong field in yep. Saudi Arabia. So Lucas Herbert, 100 to 1. I like that, Steve. That's that's yeah. a good uh there you go. Shout out our okay. guy, uh Skyhook on Twitter. I got that from him. Oh, it's quiet. Give I've got some call. silence. I've got some silence. All's here. quiet they're, on the Western Front. Jump in there. Literally, dude. I watched that last night. Dude, I want to watch it. Oh my god, it is good. Let's just say Most you don't want to be like really hung over because i thought i was gonna throw up like okay. five times but that was a mix between the hangover and just being dead i want but i mean Intent. unbelievable movie like the bad one of the best war movies i think oh man i've ever I, seen I, I gotta watch it i heard it's a tough watch of course it's a very very tough watch not for the squeamish not yeah. for the post bachelor party viewing 
top yeah. viewing experience. <laughs> interesting it's, choice. It's very next interesting. Night I'm I'm alone, home alone. I'll I'll probably have to but kick it on. Uh, still very good. Uh, but okay, uh, good, yeah. to hear. good to I'll, hear. I'll probably never watch it again either. No, it's no, just, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's one of those. It's movies. one of those. Yeah. Right. Um. Anyway, yeah, they're literally building the um where they have like the press conference stage right now. So it's just wow. drill fest and it's on the ground right, Whatever. right yeah. in front of the media center. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I, I want to keep it in this kind of 20 to 30 range this week. I think I, our boy PJ splits um, sent out a great tweet with the, all the past winners since the course redesign, which I'm sure you broke down. I just couldn't, couldn't hear it, Steve, but uh, the course got a little harder after when that year Phil torched it. And uh, ever since, mm-hmm. besides like Kevin Stadler, it's been uh, one of the guys near the top. So I'm I'm kind of leaning with Tony Finau here coming off the top 10. Um, I kind of wrote that he was a – shows where my brain's at. I wrote that he was a horse for this course. He did finish second, and he's missed the cut like every other time he's played here. So kind of a one-time horse for the course maybe. But uh, And then Hideki, 28-1, to 1, I mean – he might be the the best the goat of this dude the goat horse he's 35 horse. to 35 dude. to one on dk right now and then we mentioned ricky at 80 it's going to be tough to stay away i don't think it's a long shots week and i'm not so sure ricky's uh ricky can get to the 17 under range these days so in might this have event to... i mean i know he plays this course great but every good player on the pg i know i know yeah, and then you mentioned Cam. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pot committed on Cam. I think I have to bet him until he wins. Every bet, yeah. And then uh, going to be very tough to uh, lay off Thigala as well for me. <laughs> this feels to me. I don't know if you guys agree on Cam Young. This feels like the year Kepka won, um, or the the year he was in the mix the first time. It was like before he was Brooks Kepka. This mm-hmm. this feels similar to Cam Young. Like he's on the verge of becoming a superstar, and like this course should just really suit him so yeah i i, I could see that for yeah. sure um yeah it's a great field i mean right you're getting guys who are big names down i mean jason day's been playing well he's 70 to one i mean mm-hmm. it's uh yeah this is gonna be an exciting week it's also good and- i saw i did see fitzy on the way in looks obviously well rested got the hell mm. out of pebble you know mm. wasn't in saudi or anything so um and everyone kind of liked him last week and now they're gonna jump off you know, you can find a 37 on, on Fitzy here. <clears throat> That's true. And yeah, someone, you, someone brought this up, uh, since the redesign or whatever, um, they, the, this isn't one of those tournaments. You think of it as like, oh, it's this crazy birdie fest. It's usually like 14, 14 under to 17 under. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, it's like you shoot four under a day you were going to win this tournament. So it's not like crazy, which like, which makes me think, okay, Colin Morikawa, I could go with that. He doesn't have to, you know, make a million putts. He just has to make like a decent amount. Um, yeah. And then obviously we haven't even mentioned, I mean, our boy Xander's 14 to one. Xander's um, a good bet. I think. Yeah. Third favorite. Safe, safe bet. Like uh, and he's behind the co-favorites. You got the two guys who we've all been saying, who's number one, who's number one. Uh, you got Rory and John Rahm. Both at eight to one. That should be, you know, they're both going to be really motivated uh, because of that battle for for number one. By the way, Scotty Scheffler is actually number two. Rom's only number three. But um, yeah, so the, it, what a field! This is a very it's a, it's a great week. You know, you think of Scotty last year, and I think it was Spieth the year before to find you know the stud on Saturday who's like you know yeah. in striking distance, seven six or seven back, and can throw up like a eight under type round. So not a bad week for that either. Little mid yeah. midway ad. Um, all right, let's give a little Super Bowl pick as well. Might as well. Um, by the way, did you guys see this field Yates tweet today? Uh Chiefs yeah. record this year 16 and 3, 546 points scored, six all pros, including a Kelsey brother in their QB, AFC number one seed. Eagles, 16 and 3. 546 points scored, six all pros, including Kelsey wow. brother, QB, and the NFC's number one seed. It's a pretty amazing matchup yeah. when you when you look at it like that. Um, it I, all falls within the script. Exactly. I mean, very well scripted by the NFL. Kudos to Roger Goodell for the the script uh, coming. Through. Not as good as not as good as the Kyrie to the Mavs script over in the NBA. I think though, a lot of a lot of good scripting going on <laughs> for sure. Um, but no, I you know I kind of said a few couple weeks ago that I was going to ride the NFC winner, uh, and obviously the Eagles didn't just win the NFC; they just dominated. Of course, 
the injury to Purdy help things in that championship game. But um, I just do like the Eagles. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't one and a half points, whatever. I, I I'm I'm taking the Eagles. I'm going to ride with the under again, just because I've been unders. By the way, started zero and five. Then they won that miracle game, Tampa Bay, Dallas, and now the unders are back to uh, six and four, seven and four. Unders have won like seven in a row. It's incredible. Yeah. So, um, what are your thoughts, guys? Sorry, and my daughter's calling me. Of course, I'll be right back. But you guys chat about the Super Bowl. All right, and CP can't even hear me. So I'm just going to talk to myself, I guess. Um, I I was on the Eagles. I felt like in my brain um, before, uh, like when the lines first came out, there there's movement in the Eagles' direction. I've since kind of pivoted. I think this is Mahomes' uh, time to shine. That the script says Mahomes. Um, so I'm I'm on Patty M. How about you, CP? If you could hear me. Quick, quick silence moment. I, uh, I'm all over the Chiefs as yeah. well. Um, love my guy Mahomes. Not as high on Hurts as everybody else. I thought he had actually a pretty bad game against San Francisco. Not that he needed to have a good game, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh, <clears throat> Mahomes doesn't want to start becoming one of a loser in these Super Bowls. So I think this is kind of a a big one for him. Um, get to two and one in in the bowl and. Uh, restart the dynasty he looked healthy ish and kelsey looked fine yeah i thought that was the yep. biggest thing hurts like he missed a bunch of balls that like a bunch of throws that's what i was, said watching the game i was like this guy stinks and everyone's comparing him. him he wasn't missing him during the regular season i think yeah he's still kind of hurt um and you know he's had like a month to recover like before the nfc championship so i don't know that these two weeks make that big of a difference for him so yeah, that that's I think the biggest thing on my mind why the Chiefs end up winning. I think the over actually is a better bet. So yeah, I think we're we're both you guys going uh, over against Squares Myers on the both in the over and the total. You yeah. guys both like the Chiefs and the over. Interesting. Yeah. Well, so, EP's never like never not like the Chiefs. So uh, or an over <laughs> or, an, or an over. That's true. Um, sorry about that. I had to duck out. Uh, the, you know. Julia is potty trained, but apparently the last thing they have to learn is the actual wiping, not to get too disgusting. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, so she can do it all except for the wipe. So this is what I have to look forward to. This is what you have to look forward to. It's, it, comes, four. It, it comes in stages. So yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, she's very good. She has to yell for me, though, to come up to do that. So I get it. I, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. So we're, we're good, though, now. Uh, okay. So, uh, Score final score, give a prediction. Mm. What is the over uh, under again? 15 and a half. 15 and a half. All right, so I gotta predict an actual over. Um, say, we'll go, we'll go 28, 28, 24 Chiefs. I'm gonna say 27, 21 Eagles, 31, uh, 21 Chiefs. Let's go. Love it. Yeah. All right. A little alternate, little alternate spread action, maybe. On Ooh. Ooh, juice it up. Double Jack digit it up. Win by an underdog. Odds <laughs> there. Yeah. What about CP? Our our boy, uh, Rutgers ledge Isaiah Pacheco, thirty five to one MVP. Mm. What do you think? There's no Rutgers way legend. they're giving him the MVP. No chance. No. Eh, if he runs for like three TDs, he's a beast. No, he's a nice player. He. He he had a big yeah he's had some big moments but he had a big moment you know in that when when Mahomes got hurt and Henny had to come in he broke yes. that run yeah it was huge because they were mm-hmm. you know they did have the ninety eight yard drive or whatever but like a third of it was Checo making that big big run so I think, yeah if uh, the Chiefs win it's Mahomes and maybe oh, yeah. maybe Travis Kelsey. Maybe Kelsey. Maybe. If Kelsey goes off for like, you know, 12, 150 and two tutties, you know. Yeah. Is, maybe. Um on the other hand, I could see an AJ Brown or a Devon yes. Smith winning for the Eagles just because like Hertz is great, but he doesn't quite have that respect that Mahomes. Like mm-hmm. Mahomes, it's like <laughs> They're going to go out of their way to give it to him. I don't think they'll do that for Hurts. Kind of like when when my boy Russ got into the Super Bowl 
and he threw a perfect game and he didn't win because an, a linebacker. Well, that's ball, what I was just about to say. Ball got tipped right to a linebacker and he caught it out of the air. I could have caught that and he walked it in for a touchdown. So he won the MVP. Made a lot of sense. Russell was about 20, 23 for 25 or something for it literally threw a perfect game. If the, if this Eagles D line shows up like it has been and they, and they win like a, you know, kind of like a 28 to 10 type deal. There's got to be some guys on the Eagles That's defense true. that can yeah, have some. Hassan Reddick has been the Reddick dude. He's been amazing. Thirty-five to one. Yeah. Might should we should bet Bradbury just to emotional. Oh my god, that would be the um, dagger of all daggers. I just saw something. Darius Tony. Like, it was like <laughs> yeah, we should bet was, Bradbury and Tony. Yeah. yeah, there was some list with like the best free agents, and if, and it was like. Ingram, they weren't the, right at the top, but they were like in the top 10. And it was like Ingram, who like we wanted to run out of town. He was horrendous with the Giants. Now, of course, he needed to make he needs a contract, so he played well this year. Yeah, exactly. Ingram, Bradbury, and one other guy were all on there. And I was like, Are you kidding me? And they were all ex Giants. It was very uh tough. To Galladay make. next. Galladay's gonna kill it <laughs> on his next team. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> That would be the old in the team. XFL or something. Oh like my that. god! Can you imagine? Uh, what about right. first touchdown, CP. Yeah, oh, got, yeah. Any there. other props? You guys ain't got any props yet? I know it's kind of early in the week, but I'm on the uh, Pacheco first TD. Just going full Jersey Rutgers vibes. Oh, we might have lost CP. Look at we that. I lost him. I look. I kick myself every single Chiefs game. I say, why don't I bet Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown? Yeah. Every Chiefs game in the playoff, he scores every game. Yeah. Um, and, and this could be a two touchdown one. So I, I might have to do that. I like that. Kelsey, Kelsey minus you know, 125 anytime TD. And yeah, uh, I mean, it's just like to me, it's like he's going to score a touchdown. Plus 500, two tutties or more. Could get, I could get talked into that. Is CP yeah. frozen? It's tough. Yeah, spot. he's still frozen. He, he had a good run, but he did have a good run. Yeah. All right. Oh, he's gone. Now he's gone, right. gone. There you go. That's our we will say goodbye to CP. We will say goodbye to you guys as well. Uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thanks also, as always, to our producer, Greg Gottfried. Thanks again to Xander Shoffley for joining us. We have CP back right now, but we're signing off. So we're just going to say see you next week. That oh. last, whatever you just said about first Tutty, you sounded like, you know, because yeah. your internet was all shitty. So it was like, all right, you're my first touch. I will have to remain up a story. That's so good. What a mess. Oh, this just had right? to be drilling and hammering, too. Fine <laughs> session. Get out of there. No one's there. Yeah, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I know. I don't even know why. Just I felt like post. I was here. Go, go back to your hotel. Do a post to call it a day. Right, go back to the La Quinta. <laughs> You're good. I know. I, I should go to a range and swing myself out of whatever I did yesterday. Yeah, there you go. That sounds good. <laughs>